0: Yo, dogs. Welcome back to the Station by the Farm podcast. Today we will be discussing the importance of FFA and where it really originated from. So let's get into it. Yeah. All right, guys. You ready for this? Yeah. Yupper.
1: Woo. <laughs> All right. Peep it. On to the topic for today. We're going to start off um, talking about um, FFA history and how it impacts us. All right. We'll see you guys there. National FFA week always runs Saturday to Saturday, and encompasses February 22nd, George Washington's birthday. The National FFA Board of Directors designated the week-long tradition, which began in 1948, in recognition of Washington's legacy as an agriculturalist and farmer. A group of young farmers found FFA in 1928. It's a time to share what FFA is and impact and the impact it has on members every day. It's like a week-long- That's from the National FFA organization. Let's go to National FFA
2: Week. It's like a week of service, basically, is what they try to get it to be, like appreciation, service, honoring where we came from, celebrating the future, and paying attention to the now.
1: Whether it's in person, on the phone, or via social media, be sure to share your FFA stories during hashtag FFA Week. This is from the National FFA Organization ffa.org yeah so. so I have sourced so technically it's not copyrighted. so we didn't mention what FFA week is specifically and why we celebrate it yeah so right before this episode we all kind of realized like oh we don't like we think we know what it means but we want to have good information for you poppy quit hitting the table and so we went to um, the official FFA site and this is what we found out that FFA week is really just to celebrate FFA and all that George Le- Washington Lexi, yeah I'll let Lexi elaborate on the George Washington part of it because she apparently said she knows something about it but I don't ever remember her saying anything so I'll hand it off to Lexi
2: so basically FFA week um, was chosen by the board of directors to run specifically During this week so this year it falls on February 18th to the 25th because it encompasses George Washington's birthday and it is kind of giving tribute to like him as a farmer and agriculturalist so that's why we chose this week George Washington
1: was absolutely definitely not alive when FFA was started but let's be fair I think if George Washington was alive when FFA was around. He would be like a mascot for FFA.
0: He'd oh, be the Rodney sure. Creech of FFA. <laughs> like the big man.
1: I feel like <laughs> Rodney should not have given us permission to drop his name in episodes. <laughs> Obviously, George Washington is a big staple of FFA. I mean, that sounds really weird, but like you think about Treasure being stationed by the emblem of Washington and having a whole spiel about that. I believe there's something in our um, code of ethics that has to do with yeah. Washington? I think, I think there is. Um, so you kind of see him like his name pop up a lot. So, I mean, and it, his I don't know, ethics are very similar to what national faith ethics.
2: I mean, I guess when you think national about Buffet's it, what
1: national ethics are, they're very similar yeah. in a way that like we are not only um, teaching about agriculture and are connected to agriculture, but we are also um raising leaders.
2: Yeah, I think so I think that's kinda where it comes. I think from. part of it also comes from like we look at him as like a national hero and we want to strive for that. Like being I mean we are nationally recognized, but just like being the leaders that people need. I think leaders is a better word than hero, but I mean he's both. But I think he's like seen Did as we have presidents in F F A. One of the biggest Yeah. yeah. He's seen as like one of the biggest leaders in our nation's history. And I think that since we are striving to be leaders for our generations and future generations, I think that that's also like a big reason why Washington was chosen.
0: Yeah. And when Washington was at Mount Vernon in 1797, he quoted agriculture is the most healthy, the most useful and the most noble employment of man. And I think that r- by him really saying that, I think that shows how involved he was and how important he really saw agriculture.
1: I think it's really easy to make that connection once you understand George Washington is kind of affiliated with FFA, not as he supported it, but he is kind of the person, like the of FFA that was kind of based off of his ethics. I think it's really easy to make that connection and being like, oh, George Washington was a farmer. No wonder. And he was an American leader. He was the first American leader. Mm-hmm. No he, wonder National FFA he looks is. at... Like, no wonder FFA is kind of based off of his he ethics. He wasn't the first. He is, like, mm-hmm. American. He, he was. The emblem exactly. of Whoa. America. So, I don't know. I looked this up while... Um, what co- so while Poppy and Lexi were talking, I was just... My curiosity hit me, and I wanted to see how many presidents were actually involved in FFA. And so far, I've only found one, and that's Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter is the only one. And I'm, yeah, the first and so far only national FFA member. And I'm extremely disappointed by that. We've been around since 1928. What the heck are these old guys doing? Morgan's going to go to nursing homes (laughs) (laughs) and be like,
0: why weren't none of you guys in FFA?
1: So we've kind of talked about how FFA came to be. So the next one. yeah, how FFA impact say us. I want to I want to talk, talk about, about, about its like, impact,
2: impact on us so we can talk about that for I say hours. we go around the table <laughs> <laughs> to me I to me so I became involved in FFA when so when I moved to Brookville as a freshman I had to take like all new classes and stuff and my family kind of specifically well we already had siblings here but We specifically wanted to move here because they offered FFA. And I was like highly encouraged to join FFA and I finally kind of gave in because I thought, what can I lose? And when I first got into the classroom, I was like terrified. I didn't do anything really. Like I just sat in the back of the room quiet, which I think you guys can all agree is not me. Um, But that's how I was freshman year and FFA really just like pushed my, not my boundaries, but like pushed me to be more outgoing, who I am. Tested my leadership skills, and I think it really built me up. Okay,
1: J.C. That was a good one. Thank your you. turn. I tried hard. Um, so I I kind of always knew that I was gonna go into FFA. Um, my dad, all of his siblings, my grandpa, all of his siblings, they were all in FFA. Um, my siblings. I guess my my older brother was an FFA. My younger brother is also an FFA. But um, I I grew up around agriculture, so I knew it would be like a safe place for me to go into and um, easy class and I knew the basics and um, I wasn't expecting to be involved at all. I not always been very open, not very outgoing person. But I think joining FFA, and especially joining the officer team, has been a big push just for my personality and um, getting out there in the world and learning basic skills and communication that I did not have
0: before FFA. They're all so good. Mine's just going to be plain.
1: <laughs> no, tell us. I'm actually curious how you got Are
0: you this involved <laughs> in agriculture. Yeah, no, like I, I am actually
1: too. am, because I'm not quite sure. Like, I know you showed when you were younger, but you kind of dropped off of that for a few years, so I'm wondering how, like, what kind of pushed you to explore this path again. <sighs> <laughs> that sounded really complicated, but basically just tell Yeah, me, I got it. Yeah, you've got this.
0: <laughs> so when I was about six or seven, my grandma uh, wanted me to show because uh, she wanted her son to show, my dad. And he was never really in agriculture, well, or wanted to be in the agricultural, like, Community. Gist of it, yeah. Yeah. So she wanted uh, one of her kids to do it, and I was one of those kids because she thought I was very outgoing and very talkative. <laughs> and <laughs> she, thought, <"What?"> she, thought, <laughs> she thought showing for me would be great. And she wanted me to get out there and, like, know new people. So when I really first got into HAG, it was when I first showed rabbits. <laughs> but this was way back when we it was the old fairgrounds. And oh, the old fairgrounds. then I didn't <laughs> so know that I that was agriculture. I know that sounds so stupid, but as a kid, I just thought it was no, 4-H. Like
1: That's actually that's, yeah. a great point like you don't really realize you're like the show industry is not quote-unquote agriculture in a broad yeah definition but I mean you're raising Woo. animals for either a market or breeding purpose so I mean and you're contributing to the commercial side of agriculture you are feeding somebody it is going to market so yeah but I mean, we don't make that connection when we're younger, so I completely understand. Yeah. Like, I get that. Like, that
0: was me. Like, yeah. I did. Like, not. When I was yeah. little, I thought um, agriculture was like farming, and I right. had to own like a plow, right, <laughs> to be able to
2: farm. Sals and plows. exactly, man. Sals. Yeah, thousands,
1: plows. Thousands. Yeah. Um. I guess that's my turn now. Um. I don't
2: it, think Poppy mine... finished.
1: Poppy got like halfway. Poppy, there. did you finish? Sorry, no. no. She didn't even. talk oh, about I'm how she sorry. FFA. I'm <laughs> sorry. sorry. You got to like. I'm like, that's a great point, Poppy, and just took over. I'm sorry.
0: No, you're okay. I was kind of like, uh, yes, I agree. <laughs> but, continue. So when I first showed rabbits, it was like my first year, and um, I fell in love with it. I loved everything about shows, even waking up at like 7.50 in the morning to get this bunny rabbit.
1: Bun- bunny rabbit?
0: To get this rabbit ready. <laughs> and... um continue <laughs> she was just like why'd <laughs> no, you say I'm that i'm like just i don't know i was like i don't think that sounded right but Not you, though. then uh when i got into eighth grade our school offers um like every quarter you would have uh a shop class an ag class
1: you an would art have, like, class one
0: each quarter yeah you would have it would change every quarter And when I had my ag class in eighth grade, I was a very quiet person, especially going into my freshman year. And I felt at home in FFA and that really could have, like... (laughs) She looks like she's about to cry. (laughs) I don't know. That was so sweet, Poppy, that was so sweet, I love that. (laughs) And I definitely felt like I could be myself in here. And I loved it. And I knew that's where I wanted to be. And I knew that's where I wanted to go in the future. So that's how I got involved in FFA.
1: That was so beautiful. Oh, thanks. That was amazing. Yeah, see how beautiful Coffee.
2: it was after you let her finish? Shut up.
1: <laughs> I actually kind of have a story with mine. I mean, obviously, I was involved in um, 4-H in agriculture long before I joined long before my freshman year of high school um, or even eighth grade year but i was always that like quiet kid who like didn't really understand how like her impact truth on, like <laughs> Sorry. like in her like she didn't understand the impact she had on people and um so when i um Mine's very similar. Mine's kind of similar to Poppy's, but basically the quarter I had ag, my, um, for our final project, we had to go weld in the shop and create like a little oh no bowl thingy. And uh, I, I wasn't, I, my grandfather had broken his hip and had to have hip surgery. And so I wasn't able to complete the project. And it was actually an email from Mr. Wright that like kind of encouraged me. Cause I was like, I will do this like I basically sent him an email saying, like, hey, I'll finish this project if you really need to. He said, don't worry about it. I'll give you an A as long as you promise to take my class next year. And, I mean, like, (laughs) that's not, like, oh, I had to do it because I had to get an A. It was, like, oh, like, he wants me in his class. Like, he thinks I have a future here. So that's what really –
0: I really think
1: (laughs) – Surprise. That's what really, like – that was my final decision because I had already thought about joining FFA because my dad was in it. My mom was encouraging me to do it. She was – she was so involved in agriculture and she still is. So you're saying I should just bribe every atheist, right? Mm. Yeah. No, I'm saying it worked I, for me because yeah. I had already made the decision and that was kind of the nail in the coffin. There you go. So I, thank you, Mr. Wright. You have gotten me where I
2: am today. I,
1: yeah. I, he I really, got really made, just got
2: stuck with me. I just kinda of walked into his classroom and was like No, but like, this like it was just kind of I'm one staying. of those like, wow, I really
1: like Yeah. Someone really believes that like this is where I need to be. You're like, I, This is a cool teacher.
0: No, (laughs) I really feel like when kids like um, I really feel like um, one of the reason kids aren't really in their FFA groups in school is what starts with the teacher. Yeah. I think you have to have a yeah. great teacher. And we have I mean, an amazing teacher. Yeah. So I that also really encouraged me to do that. Honestly, so. like
2: just about I have, every ag teacher that I've ever met has been, like, this cool, okay. outgoing person. No. So, well, not all of them. No. I'm sure there's some people. Actually, but I
1: have kind of – we went to judge um, sheep for our um, judging team. We did a little um, live practice, and we went to this farm. And I'm very close with this family, so that's how we got it in and we were talking to them after the practice and um they've got a her granddaughter is a senior um this year and she was basically telling me about her terrible experience with her first act teacher he like hated her and didn't encourage her to do it and i mean this girl is a first place state proficiency winner like she knows what she's doing but she hated ffa because of this teacher and she said that's why we don't have a big program is because this dude does nothing. And they got a new teacher 2 years ago completely changed the program. Hmm. Like, I mean entirely like they're up to almost oh six, quite a 50, bit. 50 a lot? Yeah, like quite a few quite like a few they've people. got a pretty big program now end, and all because they don't want drop, right, Yeah, I won't say that. I was just trying to think of like wh- like where I was at. Yeah, but I mean
2: we have about 60 People yeah i mean like in it's our chapter.
1: i mean like it's a big change just because of a teacher and i think for me like i think it's really important to have that teacher who like can tell like can tell you like i see like, yeah i like i, I see. believe like i believe you have a future i see your potential. and that's a big thing and i think ffa does a great job of like of that through like even at a national level saying like at national convention i mean you get to see these proficiency winners these cde um participants at a national level and you're like i do that at my chapter like i'm doing what that person is doing i can do it
2: i can do it like i can do it too it seems attainable
1: yeah it's it's an we it's full of obtainable goals that you're able to reach if you have that work ethic and if that's what you want your future to look
0: and like and like a tie back to the first episode or first oh, podcast yeah. um in ag uh i feel like if you have that teacher that like says he believes in you and everything um he or doesn't she. just say he be he or, he she. or she sorry <laughs> well regardless tie back to the first episode if you have like an amazing ag teacher you um He's a
1: teacher it doesn't have to be an ag teacher. Oh
0: my gosh. But, I'm sorry, Pop, just we're let gonna you let you
1: We're gonna let you finish. Okay. <laughs> At some point we'll correct you three or four more times.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say ag because that's what we're talking about.
1: Yeah.
0: But tie back to first episode, I really feel like um with like if you have a good ag teacher and everything, they don't just say like be what you wanna be or anything like i believe in you and do whatever you want to be but they help you through it like they'll like give you the steps and give you a path to go through it so it doesn't seem as difficult as you may yeah. think it does they're not
1: just going to tell you you're a valuable asset they're going to tell you who you're a valuable asset for
0: yeah and basically like,
1: and i mean going back to cdes and saes I guess not going back we really haven't talked about them that much that's somewhere where you can really find what your forte is like Mm -hmm. there's ag sales there's job interviews there's soils there's livestock I mean those are all career development events and I mean you get to pick which ones you want to do you get to find which ones you're good at and Mm -hmm. I mean like it they're their career development events they're going to help you with your in your future i mean i've like participated uh, sorry didn't mean to cut you this off this isn't just a high school sport where you're not gonna do anything with it for the rest of your life these are things that you will hold on to and that will help you in your future
2: yeah that's how i figured out by like participating in just as many as i could that i am good at interviewing i am a pretty good public speaker not as good as one of Lane, our other obviously. chapter members but oh yeah oh yeah stay stay bound, stay bound. Maybe. yeah <laughs> um not as good as her but definitely like i can hold my own um right. and i also found out that i am decently bad at ag sales i guess this year went oh, a little bit oh, better I know. but <laughs> let's not talk about that
0: <laughs> i think i'm decently let's <laughs> 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 not talk
2: I guess, it, I'll just say that I am not that's cut okay. out to be an online salesman. I guess in person I'm much better, but online, In person you have a chance to do a bit more, you awful. can look at their feet. That's,
1: whatever. Feet. Um, so, JC, I'm going to ask you to explain SAEs. Um, so an SAE is a supervised agriculture experience. Um, everybody that joins FFA, or everybody in FFA is required to do an SAE for um, their grade. It is a requirement. But um, I think most people come into FFA thinking that for an SAE it has to be raising livestock or growing crops or um, something that is farm related. Um, But it's not. And um, there's a lot of people that just, I mean it has to be related to agriculture, but there's a lot of people that find um, just something to do around their house that helps out their parents or their grandparents or job they already had yeah Mowing mm-hmm. the lawn yeah can like you keep that is an saa can basically be anything i think most of us here are saa is kind of based off of livestock and either yeah. raising it for product like for some production use either breeding or
2: Did i've done just market. about all of them
1: and <laughs> i mean i have some like other ones that are kind of written differently in like the aet but I mean it's basically just like me working random hours because I don't actually have like a set job Yeah,
2: I've done paid placement unpaid placement yeah I've done entrepreneurship basically. I've done I'm gonna do a research based one In raising livestock
1: I'm gonna put us out off topic because and I don't know if we'll find our way back but let's hope we can um, so essays um like i said most of us do livestock based saes where we raise livestock to show it fair and fair is the best thing ever guys if you've never been to your county fair go to your county fair because I love it. it is love it. incredible you are going to get so many different experiences there i don't want to say different Really Bomb incredible. Fried
0: pickles. Listen here. Yeah, you're going to get. Bomb fried pickles. You hate get the fair. fried pickles,
1: but
2: love the fried Snickers box.
0: You're going to
1: get fair food. You're going to get experiences.
0: fried to Oreos.
2: And
1: if you do go to your county fair, talk to those youth members who are in 4 H, in FFA. Look around the pens and Please, we love see it. animals because these things are like our pets. Like a, a lot, lot of work. them are. It's a, lot of, a lot of work. You're spending hours a day with these animals i mean you're gonna get attached and i mean i i love all my animals they're my babies i will cry if i lose one of them it's a terrible feeling it's like losing a dog and so go down there and support your local county fair go down there and support it because we have so many amazing stories which we aren't going to get into because that'll take really long (laughs) that um we have from our fair experiences So. If you're not an FFA and you haven't gone to your county fair, go. If you are an FFA and haven't shown at your county fair, if you're capable of doing that, definitely take that opportunity and do it, even if it's for one year, because I promise you, you'll find it way more exciting and um, nerve-wracking, benefiting benefiting, <laughs> nerve raggy, benefiting, than what you thought it would be. So with that, I think we're going to close off the SAE um portion portion because we're gonna move on to officers because we only have like six minutes left so we're I gonna have, have to finish this tomorrow a great story about
2: how i became an officer actually
1: okay i allow one story
2: okay so it was my sophomore year i was interviewing poppy that was rude i'm just <laughs> joking i was just like mm. i was interviewing um i was trying to get vice president which is kind of um not lofty goals, but, like, kind of wishful thinking for a sophomore. But, I mean, I, I did it, so I guess not. Um, but, anyway, so I accidentally walked into the room where the panel of judges were before I was supposed to because I was the first one of the day to do officer interviews. And they kind of, like, ushered me back outside and told me that I had to wait. But I had already seen, like, the eight people waiting for me in there, and I was terrified because it was also, like, the first interview I've ever done. And Mr. Wright basically came out there, and he was like talking to me and stuff, and I told him, I was like, I'm not going back in there. Like, I'm not, I just can't. And he basically pushed me, not pushed me, but he like pushed me to do it, and he just said, you're going back in there. I thought you were gonna say he pushed you through the door. I was like, whoa, I didn't see that. That's why I was like, not pushed me. Like, he kinda like pushed me mentally to like, be braver and stronger and like fake it till you make it i really thought you were um, gonna say like he just shoved me through the door no he didn't it. do that
0: <laughs> why do you think i get so bad scores on all these <laughs> saes i fake it till i make it <laughs>
2: that is the motto that i live by poppy and it's working out pretty well for me so far so it's not coming second. through with me <laughs> <laughs> but that's i basically owe my um pre- my presidency my vice presidency and just my officer experience in general to him because Without him, I totally would have like backed out at that very moment because I was I was terrified, guys. I was like shaking. I mean, on that topic, I
1: my freshman year, I planned on going through FFA, just being a member, not.
2: This was my s- my freshman year, not my sophomore. Year. Sorry. I was shaking, yeah. not not okay. going not oh, I know going into like, <laughs> I know.
1: doing a whole lot. I just I was there because it was agriculture and it was something that I knew I was interested in, and I was shy and I didn't want to be the center of attention ever but um my plan was to go into journalism after i graduated and um so my cousin and my older brother kind of pushed me they had both been reporters um for the rfa chapter previously so they pushed me to um just try it and see how i liked it and i did and it has been quite possibly the best thing that has ever happened to me i thought you were going to say the worst thing for saying it was like a oh. terrible experience Two out, out 10. 10. She's done it twice she's Two out of 10 10. 10. Don't you she's still here No, before my op- Before my officer interview Freshman year Poppy lucked out of this
0: <laughs> Just saying I did luck out yeah. of it I'm not gonna lie to you Like
1: but that's a whole other story. Sorry. Um, but Lexi can tell you, I was physically shaking before my interview and yeah. just pacing. Like, And I don't even know why I was so stressed. Like, it was literally, like, we didn't even have anybody I here. I think it's just <laughs> like... Other than like, our previous officers. Yeah, other officers. than, like, the pre- previous guys. year officers. And like, I think the scariest one in the in there was Logan. <laughs> yeah. You
2: have no idea how, like...
1: But, like, this year, I'm
2: like, I got
1: yeah, this. Like, this is just a formality. After you, after you do it once, it's...
2: You guys yeah, have no yeah. idea how lucky you guys are to have your first interviews not be with a panel of, like, eight judges. Because I kid you not, there were people from there to there, like, around this. And then there was just a desk right there. And then that's where you sat. And I was like, oh, my I know, gosh. No, but the way you guys had this, this like, set up last year it was so funny. It was, yeah, a, it was a little it was, a lot light it was last like, year. a little
1: shark tank. Kind of last minute kind of thing. That was a very last minute. Let's um, wrap this up and stay... Um, what ffa means to us so what ffa means to me is it's not just a national organization it's a community and the first um a line of the creed the first sentence of the creed is really where you see that with a faith born not of words but of deeds and i think that's what ffa is all about we're not i mean we talk a lot and we do talk we a have lot. opening ceremonies and like a lot. a lot of it is a lot of like the official um parts of FFA are kind of scripted but the experiences are nowhere near completely unscripted <laughs> and
2: the yes. best experiences in FFA come from the completely FFA. unscripted but FFA is really
1: about community leadership and just take all grow. the words
0: while you're at it yes,
1: I was gonna say that yeah. that's it's literally my entire I was like that's cool. so, yeah. so, sorry guys I stole it I mean you can I, I went guess, first for a reason
2: I guess I really think that we have to I think it's also a lot about Advocating, which here we like to... But, I mean, I really think FFA is very heavy on the advocating because we need to. Like, it's kind of... It's not a dying industry, but it's dying out of people's knowledge. So, yeah. I is, think it that... It is a dying industry. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that that's another part of FFA that's really big, and that's what we're good at. So, I don't know where I'm going with that, but... You you said dying industry, and I just want to point out that it
1: is dying but
2: it's, it's dying, dying in a growing. different way but it's
1: dying and growing it's not at the same dying time dying because of a lack of people it's a lack of knowledge and if people that's, don't know about yeah, it we won't know how to save, to save it. it yep so yeah well, wonderful job like you. thank, you. thank, thank you. you i tried my best um so ffa to me i'm gonna be really cheesy here ffa to me is a family um not just in the sense that um you make new friends and you um you get not just in the sense that you make new friends, but you get these experiences with these people that you don't have with other people. Um, For for, for example, National Convention, um, State Convention, we go on these trips with people that, I mean, your friend groups in school, you don't get to do that with them.
2: Yeah. Um, You get to experience running through the store, um, running at night, at Walmart, late at night, (laughs) and (laughs) buying a huge (laughs) Um, cake. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean FFA is a connection. I mean, even you can connect with alumni. Like if you go into a job interview and you're and it says on your um, resume. Resume that you were a office you are the president of your chapter from your junior to senior year, that interviewer can be like, "Hey, I was in FFA too. Didn't you love it?" Like it's just such a worldwide connection. Mm-hmm. FFA looks good on anything. College applications, resumes, just being known through that organization
0: is... A what at FFA means to me <laughs> is like really a growing community and a growing friendship and growing passion really because um, you at the same time it like grows a special part like in you to teach you these ways and have the passion to do and To strive to complete goals that you would need to get into, like a college or anything, and I really think FFA teaches you um, how to follow through with those goals and to uh, shoot. To keep
2: going, basically. Poppy, I'm gonna add on to that. It FFA doesn't only grow you, but it grows with you too because it pushes you to be better after you've left after you've grown and made a new comfort zone, it's still gonna push you even more. It's not like you grow and then you reach a stopping point where you stop growing. It's, you're always gonna be pushed. FFA
1: gives you the skills to grow. It's not just like you grow for the time you're in the organization. You, it's giving you the ability to grow and to learn um, through experience Mm -hmm. unless through a book in your face. And there's
2: always gonna be something else that's waiting for you to challenge you in FFA. Exactly.
1: And pop, you talked about passion. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Cuz that's a great point to bring up. Okay, anyway, moving on to the outro. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Um today we're um our last day of um recording today is Country versus Country Club. So it's Thursday. Okay, guys. So pop. And um we have a special guest here. Miss it's Elaine. Miss Elaine. State bound. state
2: bound, baby. State bound. Hashtag state bound. <laughs> I muted you because you were laughing. All right, Elaine, you want to jump on one of the mics Elaine, real quick? Tell, tell us Come about, here. like, tell us your
1: thoughts on being state bound. Like, Poppy has to leave, guys. Sorry. The fun ones. Are you witty quitting right now? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it sounds so weird on here. <laughs>
1: it's a strange experience. Yeah, it, it picks up everything. Mm-hmm. It literally <laughs> picks up there, everything. It was, like, it was yeah, weird. you can hear everything. You get used to it. Okay, so Elaine, I'm gonna get Leah Okay, tell her to be quiet. Yeah, tell her to Poppy. keep her mouth shut. Hey pop. Um, Poppy. Yeah. Do you need a ride to um Agba practice? Do you want me to pick you up to like take you to the farm for Agboe practice? Okay. What's it?
3: Five, is 5.45 good? guys uh poppy it's 545 good? okay guys we got to be i have to go <laughs> 545 oh yeah
2: <laughs>
1: okay Elaine, explain to us um, how you got on to this road
2: the road to state like tell what us made, your like, tell us your thoughts on being state bound paved
0: with hope and dreams
2: and <laughs> Tell us your deepest, darkest... Well, things only things you've ever you guys, it's the only, only thing you've ever wanted in <laughs> life, and be you like, are... Well, since none of you guys
0: can get to state, I'm going to <laughs> y'all are gonna not. All right, bye guys, have a good day. This is why we
1: don't bring Elaine to the podcast, because nothing would get done. <coughs> okay, so Elaine, um, since you're here, you can do the outro with us, since Poppy decided to leave. Um, she had to leave. She has softball trials, but we're going to blame her for this. Um, how did you like explain your path to state how did where'd you start how how are you doing it like
3: so my whole public speaking journey kind of started last year when i did the ffa creed and that creed is stuck in my head i was gonna say she's possessed by em tiffany national ffa if you know how to fix this please let me know um and then this year i kind of did public speaking because i had fun doing the creed last year and memorizing it I wanted to do something different this year, but also involve like public speaking because I kind of enjoyed it last year. After making it to districts with the creed, and then this year when I started um, writing my speech, I actually wrote it about four days before the competition. Mister doesn't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you were working on it for like a week, it and thing. then like yeah. all of a sudden you're like, oh, I still have to finish four paragraphs. Obviously, we know you're preparing for state, which is March fourth on a Saturday. Um, we got a livestock competition, but she be uh, she'll better. be uh, impressing everybody with her mad public speaking skills.
3: Yeah. So, um, but basically, this year I did public speaking because I enjoyed doing the creed last year, and then when I went to county level, my speech was a little little messed up because I didn't
1: have it all memorized yet but hey um, you stood up first so I mean it yeah,
3: obviously so, wasn't that bad <laughs> I had it memorized enough and last year when I went to districts and was practicing with the creed I had the tendency to speed up when I was in front of the judges and like rush through it and not really take the time to emphasize certain parts within that and we're fixing it speech so um this year I've been practicing on slowing down you know emphasizing certain words that are important throughout the speech and you know what the purpose of the speech actually is. So this year my speech is over the purpose and importance of the USDA. And basically within the speech I talk about the history of the USDA and what the USDA has done to help um, agriculture become where it is today. So yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, thank you Elaine. So since Poppy and Lexi uh, hopped off, would you like to do the outro with us? Do you know what the outro is? No. Okay, so it's gonna go Um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell them who I am. You're gonna tell them who you are. JC's gonna tell them who she is,
0: and we're gonna say we
1: are. Yeah, this is and and you're listening to to Stationed by the Farm. farm. All right, are you ready for this? This is a big honor. I hope you know that (laughs) because one day when we're big and famous, you're gonna you're you're, you're in you're gonna be an OG um, Station by the Farm guest three. So you'll be your first generation station by the farm the, third time that's the actually farm. This funny this is the one okay. where we
3: go viral <laughs> yep
1: <Yeah. laughs> all right not the one with mr state okay guys you so without further ado we're gonna go ahead and cut it off here i'm morgan <laughs> i'm jc i'm
3: elaine and this, and this is station by, by the farm, by the farm.